So it's another Tuesday night. And I thought, I need to go to a National League game again. So it's Dover v Barrow. Long trip. Didn't fancy that. Could have gone to see Ian Herring's Hungerford. Didn't fancy that. So I've come to this National League North game instead. At Moss Lane. Altrincham against AFC Telford. So I'm going to go in and see Dickie and see the one game in the National League North this evening. Here we are in the main stand about five minutes before the game with Dickie and, and Katie and they've enjoyed the pie. Katie's been drooling over the Wright's pie, she's loving that and uh, Dickie's sat with his laptop out ready to go and it's uh, like I said on the podcast last Sunday, deja vu in it from four days ago. <laughs> yeah it is, just a, a quirk of the way the fixtures have fallen really. I think we're supposed to be here on October the 26th and um, yeah just an absolute deluge that day so um yeah, we're making the trip out three and a half months later, I think it is. But yeah, really nice uh, evening this evening. P- pretty cold and, and dry. Not as windy as Saturday. Not as windy <laughs> as Saturday, no. I think that'll be a big relief to both goalkeepers, yeah. to be perfectly honest. If anybody's seen the highlights from Saturday, they're, they're not ones that Tony Thompson or um, Michael Lee and Buller will want to watch again, I don't think. He confident, because he made three changes, Telford, and uh, he said they're going to go maybe a bit different. Um, I don't know, confident. I'm always optimistic. I always travel, hopefully. Um, I, I mean, Gavin Cameron suggested he might do something different tonight on the basis that, um, you know, to go out and play exactly the same way as you did on Saturday might not necessarily be the, the wisest <laughs> thing to do. Um, I think he did pretty similarly when we played Alfreton home and away over Christmas that he made changes for New Year's Day. So, no, it doesn't surprise me he's made the changes. And um, Shane Sutton, we know, is injured. He kind of limped off with it. Well, he lasted the game with a calf problem on uh, Saturday, but we saw him after the game, and uh, yeah, he wasn't moving too well. And he told us today it was the first time he's actually walked anywhere, anywhere since then. So we figured he probably wasn't going to be playing this evening. Wow, yeah, that's no good, is it? Playing on one leg. Run away. Ultra attacking the uh, open end. If you've ever been to the ground before. Stenson Stenson is turning his shot oh it's deflected just wide corner Thompson's flat to the champ oh it's off the line again and blocked again two opportunities now for Telford In the middle of a minute to pause for Jordan Sinnott, doing it in the 20th minute round and the 25th. Uh, that was his squad number here at Altrincham when they're in the uh, the National League top division. Well, Telford have hit the bar again. This time it's uh, well, it's Brendan Daniels who scored two on Saturday. He's a, hit a rasper again, which is hit the bar and bounced down and again Telford couldn't put the follow up in here come Altrigam now oh. corner to Altrigam cut back in by Jordan Hume and in the end Jones just put it wide here come Telford again oh. Oh, he's onside chance here Hume scores 
was right in front of me. I'm stuck behind a goal here. He ran through and Telford thought it was maybe offside. And uh, John Hume ran through and he uh, dinked it over the goalkeeper to give Oddsgun a lead. And Telford had probably had a better chances, but uh, they were uh, devastating on the break there. Corn, it was a great pass out left. And uh, Oddsgun broke really well, and then the shot's just been blocked for a corner. Oh, great shot. Just a cross goal, another chance for Altingham. Oh, giving it away, chance. Oh, off the post again. So, I think that's the fourth time that the post has been hit by both sides. And it's killed it all. Oh, what a goal that is. It's Craig Mann with the goal. Altingham hit the post, it came back out to the edge area, and Mann just killed it right into the top corner. And, Gave the goalkeeper no chance. 2 0 to Altingham. Well, we've just given it to Hancock. What do I know? I thought it was Mann, but there we go. It was a great strike, whoever it was. That's half time. 2 0 to Altingham. And uh, Altingham been clinical, but Telford have had two or three chances. They've uh, hit the post twice I think and hit the bar once and then Altrincham managed to clear the lines Altrincham hit the post twice and then the second time the rebound was brilliantly put in by Josh Hancock Dickie's looking very full on at half time You've, uh, from what I've seen in the game I think you're a bit unfortunate to be 2-0 down really but you are yeah we are I can't argue with the scoreline I think tactically it looked like we had set up quite well against Altrincham we were kind of inviting them to try and play through us and and they weren't able to, you know, find the, the, the space to do that. And we had a couple of efforts off the crossbar, a, a corner that the goalkeeper's not dealt with. I think I get the impression we might have given the instruction to shoot on sight at Tony Thompson. Um, but, yeah, he didn't deal very well with the corner. One comes back off the crossbar and, uh, yeah, we couldn't convert that one. And then Brendan Daniels has a shot that comes back off the bar as well and Daryl Knight can't get to the rebound. And then at the other end, you almost feel like, I know people will say it almost feels inevitable that these things happen, but within probably a minute or so of that one off the crossbar by Daniels, off to the other end. And, um, yeah, Jordan Hume's through with... Well, I don't think there was a defender in any way within sight of him. I think it was him and Hancock alone against the goalkeeper, and they're not going to miss that one. And they didn't. And then um, Hancock, a former player, coming back to haunt us a little bit with a really good finish from the second. But um, Did he play for Telford? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he was signed under Liam Watson, who I believe might be here this evening. But, um, yeah, he didn't get many opportunities. That was in our uh, second spell in the in the National League when we won promotion from this division about 2015. Um, but, yeah, limited opportunities for Josh. And he, um, he went elsewhere and he's obviously... Um, found himself really at home at Altrincham because I don't think I think you'd have to do well to, to prize him away from Altrincham now yeah so like you say it was uh, Brendan Daniels if that had gone in it might have been a different game at 0-0 hadn't it but yeah um, great finish from Josh Hancock even though it hit the post he uh, put it around the top corner goalkeeper had no chance and it gives him that cushion now hasn't it oh yeah I mean it's a, it's a sign of somebody who's obviously feeling pretty confident he knew exactly where he wanted to put that and he put it there and, you know, the goalkeeper didn't have any chance. Telford probably a little bit off guard for the fact that a ball had come back off the post and they weren't weren't set for what came. I mean, the argument there is you don't let the initial shot come yeah. in if you can help it, but, you know, it did. 
Um, can't deal in hypotheticals. It, you know, the situation is we're 2-0 down, actually having played quite well, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the woodwork it so many times in one half. Both teams have hit it twice, haven't they? Telford maybe three times, if I'm right. I'm uh, just trying to think, it might be three. Because Thompson pushed that corner to the bar, didn't he? And then you've hit the bar and the post again. And Hodge can hit the post twice, so the woodwork's been hit five times in total. I don't think I've ever seen that in one half. No, and, um, you know... I, <sighs> It, it, it could be about 3-3 three, three this yeah, game, after, couldn't it? After 20 minutes or so, it was nil-nil, and it could easily have been about two each by that point. But, um, yeah, whether it's... You can argue it's rubber the green, or you can just argue it's, you know, people who are just that little bit more... I think you noted that when the, the rebounds came out for the Altrincham off, off Telford's Woodwick, that Altrincham just seemed that little bit hungrier to get to the rebound than Telford did. Um, and, and that makes a difference at this level. Second half's underway. Or is Altsham on the attack straight away? Oh, it's going to be 3-0. It must be. It is. Oh, wow. It's like not even five seconds of the second half. Maybe ten seconds into the second half. And Adcock's made it 3-0. Ran 3-1 on one and made it 3-0. And that's probably game over. And good job I moved away from Dickey. <laughs> oh, he's a mascot. He's the Robin. <laughs> Walking behind the goal where the Altrincham fans are, happy as Larry. Where come Altrincham again? Mooney shots deflected. Oh, is he offside? No, it's four 0 Telford are happy, I think he was just on. I had a quick look. It's Jordan Hume again. Bad start the second half for Telford. Only had about five minutes and the ball conceded two, so the 4-0 down now and... Uh, got to go and sit back with Dickie towards the end of the game so uh, that'll be interesting goal back for Telford Denanga's just scored Altrincham gave the ball away deep in her own half and uh, Diango straight onto it clinical finish from De- Denanga and it's 4-1 and what a great start to the second half three goals already great save by Lou and Billy there he, uh, it's John Humehead he looked like he's going to get his hat-trick and Hume shook his hand there, it was that good a save. Oh, nice pass here's Dunsmore, and now here's a chance for Jones' centre half. Ball comes in, it's going to be five, is it? No, it's blocks, and Telford just about cleared the ball away in the end. It's a corner given. Oh, cross comes in, it's free head, oh, he should have scored. Comes off the back of his head in the end. It's James Jones with the header, just skewed off the back of his head in the end. Chance of Telford now kind of get another goal back. Good tackle. Here's Stenson. Stenson batting his way through in a shot and a penalty's been given in the end. Not quite sure what that was for. Is it for handball maybe? It's Brendan Daniels over it. He's already at the bar. Scored two on Saturday as well against Altrincham. 
scores sends Thompson the wrong way and is it game on they come altering him again oh, bobbling around Old Telford and got it away and there it is 5-5-2 five, five, poor defending again from Telford I think that will be game over this time Jake Malt scored this time we come altering again not going to get six, Eddie. Oh, no. Chance. Oh. oh, what a call that would have been. It was a brilliant bit of play and still got it. Oh, it's fine over. What a back heel that was and they nearly scored a, a filthy goal there, Altrincham. Oh, off the bar. <laughs> nearly six. Flicked onto the bar. Always a chance for Denango. He's brought down, is it? Yeah. That could be a, that could be a red card right at the end here for Altingham. Denango's through on goal. <laughs> What's it going to be? Referee's got his card out. Only a yellow in the end. We're into the, what, the last throws here. Here's Brendan Daniels, chance for a third for Telford. Off the wall. And uh, Walsh can clear this. No, oh, it's full time. Walsh can five, Telford two, a thoroughly entertaining game in the end. It's not a defensive masterclass by any means from either side, but Walsh uh, can have won five goals to two, a couple of goals from Jordan Hume in there as well. Dickie, you look like a sad little puppy then at the end. It was, uh, I left you like just before the start of the second half and I got down the stairs and you were 3-0 down and it just unravelled from there, didn't it? Yeah, I think it was 2-0 down when you, when you left us and by the time you reached the bottom of the stand, it was 4. Um, <laughs> just a really, really strange night. I mean, uh, Altrincham played some really lovely football and um, I don't know whether uh, what Telford did wrong was maybe to try and play them at that game. I don't quite know, to be perfectly honest. But I mean, the... There were, there were chances at both ends. I've put it down to the fact that Altrincham's finishing was just that much better, to be perfectly honest. I think once they got through um, the line in front of the Telford back three, um, they were a bit exposed each time there, to be honest. I think that was that was what it was down to. And Telford just didn't possess the same the, the quality of players to be able to get through Altrincham's lines. Although I, I don't think Altrincham looked great defensively. I don't think either goalkeeper's covered himself in glory again this evening <laughs> after Saturday. So um, Can't blame uh, the conditions this time, can we? No, no swirling <laughs> winds today. So, um, yeah, just a really odd night. And, of course, it's really... It's, it's a bit dispiriting to lose a game and concede five and, you know, to, to be on the that wrong end of a three-goal margin. But just just feels like a really strange night, that one. I think I t- at one point I, t- I said it, it felt like a testimonial game. It felt like almost just sort of like, go on, we'll let you have it for a bit yeah. and then you let us have it for a bit. And, and there were just goals going in at either end. Strange, strange evening. Could have rolled out a couple of uh, veterans, couldn't you? For uh, you know, like they're doing testimonials. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been a surprise, would it? You know, all of a sudden to see you know some crowd favourite who's you know got a bit of a pot belly now, and you know air's going a bit thin. And who knows? They might have had a chance or two in that game. They might have pop, might have popped a couple away. I mean, look, Altrincham have played some some really nice football there, and you can you can see why they've got to where they've got to. But I think any if there's any encouragement for any scouts from any other teams watching that game is that, that 
Altrincham do like to play football and they do leave the back door open from time to time so you know I think whether that will come whether that will be their weakness um, I think they look good for a playoff position now but you know playoffs as we know one-off games tight matches maybe that might be their Achilles heel Gavin 5-2 defeat a bit of a bit of a strange game in the end wasn't it because you, you could have easily been 2-0 up before Alginger about the first yeah I think they were the two clear cut chances I think there was another couple of chances that we, we maybe could have done better but yeah you know you've got when you play against a team like Altrincham if you get a header a yard off the line and somehow hit the bar yeah. um, and then you know goal line scramble when you should really score three times and allow them to clear it it's uh yeah, to say it's frustrating is an understatement. I said that at half-time. That was a difference when the ball came back off the bar. Altrincham had bodies in there. And then the second goal, it hit the post. And you stopped while Josh Hancock got it, didn't you? It's a great finish, but... Yeah, I think, I suppose it's hard to quantify the word desire. But that's that's how I'd quantify it. You know, they're up backs against the wall. They, they find a way to keep it out of the net. And um, like you rightly say, you know, they had two stabs at it. And uh, I think all five goals, actually, to take nothing away from Altrincham, I, th- I think all five goals were mistakes on our part. You know, we felt comfortable with them having possession and actually felt as though that's the, where they're most, they're most vulnerable. But, and I think we showed that by hitting them on the counter and, and catching them out quite a few times. But, yeah, it's, um, you can't give a team like Altrincham five opportunities to score goals. And at 2-0 at half-time, next goal's always vital. And it was, I think it was about 10 seconds into the second half, you were three down. Yeah, again, I, I, I can't really say too much... You know, without um, you know expletives, I suppose. Um, yeah, you can, as you can imagine, that was the message at halftime. The next goal's massive, and you concede after 18 seconds. But you know, that's uh, that's what you're dealing with tonight. In terms of the season, then, do you feel it's a bit under par? You frustrate yourself with how it's gone. Well, I think there's many ways to look at that. I think, you know, I've said previously we're a contradiction of a football club. We have a great ground and a good history, but financially we're, we're way down, mm. way down the, the table if it was a financial table, um, which made last year all the better. But, you know, I, I feel like actually performances have been very, very good. We just, we don't seem to be able to be ruthless enough, enough in both boxes like you've seen tonight, really. Yeah. Um, gifting goals and then not being able to convert. It's the story of the season. Um, and yeah, I am. I am getting to that point now where it's becoming very exasperating when you can be so good for the opening fifteen minutes and, and dominate, and the game plan goes perfectly, and then you watch your players capitulate because they can't con- they can't convert. It's a uh, it's a very frustrating to place to be. I think under par would be where I expect us to be and what I expect from my players. Yes, is it for the football club from where they're at and where the stru- the infrastructure is and the finances? Probably not, or definitely not. Um, we're a contradiction, um, but there's a high expectation at our club, and we played a part in in, um, in raising that high expectation. And uh, yeah, I just feel for some of the supporters who have paid their good money to travel to to I suppose see a performance where we're gifting the opposition goals. And I presume you'll feel you can still push on and maybe challenge those last playoff places. Yeah, I think it's a tough task now after tonight. I think um, the lads have got to pick themselves up, but they've got to start taking responsibility. I think that's where my the word exasperating comes into place for me. You know, I'm very exasperated with with a few things now, and um, you know, I've said it before. The players need to take responsibility, and and it could have been a very different night tonight. Um, I know people who look at the scoreline, but it could have been a very different night, and uh, that's probably. 95% of our games this season we could have we could have said it could have been very different yeah I think it would have gone 5-2 the other way we could have gone oh, like you know, you know we wouldn't have been surprised really but Gav cheers thanks for joining us thanks and so all much, the best Chris. Jake Malt 5-2 uh, entertaining game I mean after the first 15-20 minutes it could have been about 3 each couldn't it 
Yeah, like you say there, entertaining game, quite end-to-end really, but quite open probably. I think we dominated the majority, well, near, near enough all of the first half and like I say, we could have probably scored another couple. Uh, second half, probably two sloppy goals that we weren't happy with, but again, I think we, we, we were always comfortable enough, obviously going 4-0 up and then, yeah, I think we, we dominated... Um, the large, large majority of the game obviously is them little bit of soppy bits but I mean we'll take it obviously a point at their place and follow up with another three obviously we're, we're delighted Yeah it was a very open game was it too open for your liking at times or? Uh, I always felt we were in control I didn't feel as if we, it, it was too open it was open don't get me wrong but I always thought we were in enough control we had enough uh, ball retention we, we got into good areas and yeah I think I don't think it was too open I, thought, I always felt we were in control And is it a rare goal for you? I mean, I've not seen Oldscombe that much, but would you say it's a rare goal for you tonight? Uh, would be normally, yeah. But I think I got a few this year. I think it's, uh, I think it's five or six or something like that. Yeah, wow. so it would, would be normal. On a goal bonus, you're yeah. doing well. <laughs> I wish, yeah. <laughs> no, it's normally ones and twos, but I think it's yeah maybe six this season. I think so, yeah. We spoke before the Portsmouth FA Cup game, and obviously you had a few games to catch up, and you just chipped away. Haven't you? you had it. You'd probably drawn a few too many for your own liking, but you're certainly chipping away. You're in those playoffs now, and I won't say you snuck in there but the confidence is high by the looks of it yeah we've been we've been steady now for a good good few months we've had the odd results here and there that we haven't been too happy with but on the large majority last well since Portsmouth game had a little little uh, dip and then since then we've we've been gradually gradually getting getting better and getting the results that we need and we've been on a we've been on a great run to be honest the last two three months and we've we've accumulated a lot of points and you must fancy yourselves if you can get into those playoff places where the games at Mass Lane here. Then uh, you must fancy yourselves. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, I mean our pitch is, is doing well so far. So uh, compared to obviously pitch that we've been playing on just recently. Uh, so yeah, I mean obviously you've got the home crowd. If you could get them here, obviously it'd be a massive advantage. But we, I think we'd fancy ourselves if we can get in them playoffs. We'd fancy ourselves anywhere really. Nice one. Cheers. Well, another neutral who's at the game tonight was is, is Lee Fowler and Lee. Uh, it was a great game for a neutral, wasn't it? Probably not for a manager, though. Yeah, I think, I was just saying to uh, one of the players there, Jordan, it could have been four or five each in the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. As a manager, I think you're, your heart's in your, in your hand sort of thing. But as I said, the, the golfing difference for me was, was key. And I think Alton with a better footballing team and... Deserved the goals, really. Yeah, defending, wasn't it? They weren't great throughout from by the side, but it was Telford who probably defended the worst, wasn't it? It was, yeah. As I said, it could have been for each in the first 15, 20 minutes. Defending was poor. Um, and especially if you give Ultram time and space, they're going to open you up every single time. And, you know, for me, they're the best footballing team, not just in this level, probably the level above as well. I've seen they're underdogs for the playoffs, aren't they? Because people will be looking at whoever doesn't win the league as maybe the favourites to go up. But no one will. If Ultram can get to those places where they're at home in the playoffs, nobody will want to play them, will they? I don't think. I, I wouldn't want to play Ultram. Um, you, you either go and press them and they'll play through you, you sit off them, you give them the chance to play through you again. Um, at least you know what you're going to get with York and Kingsland. I think Kingsland will win it. I think York will be in the playoffs. But I, I, for me, if Altrincham are in there, especially with the experience from last season, I think they'll go and win it this season. That's interesting. And if you're a manager, how do you try to beat Altrincham then? I would sit off them. I'd let them away from home. You, your fans are not paying the money. I'd sit in on a low block and let them try and play through you and play five-five or five-four-one, whatever it may be. Play for the draw. You know, there's no. You open yourself up against them and you see what happened today. They scored five goals and it could have been ten. So it's, it's that catch-22, you know, and as people were saying before that, um, you know, you want to play attractive football, but you're not at home, you're away from home. Mm-hmm. So sit in, be compact and wait for the counter.
That is it. Thank you very much for listening to this midweek special. We'll be back at the weekend, as always, with a full roundup of results. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify and give us a follow on Twitter at NLFullTime or email us nlfulltime at gmail.com. Until then, happy football watching.